Welcome to episode number 149 of the Keep Up Podcast. Where Brett's a little mad. Rhymes? Is that how the song goes? Leanne who's, Rhymes. Who's Leanne Rhymes? You don't know who Leanne Rhymes is? No. Really? I uh, know. I know the name. Hmm. Why would I know her? Well, because she. Oh. What would she do? She's a she's a singer. She's a musician. She's an artist. Would she sing? Um. Oh, I think she. she is did she a, on that romance she collection? Co- she did a cover of a song. Um <laughs> no shoot no no um I wish I knew like what time frame what time frame uh that she was I it was like not maybe early two no it must have been nineties because I'm pretty sure she did that like how do I live without you? How do I live without you? I thought that was Kelly Clarkson. No <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Is it, no, that's it. <laughs> There's a song rhymes. that's also how Hold do up. how Hold do up. I live without you? How do no. I, <laughs> I like how you switch it? The song that's like how do I live without you? <laughs> oh my gosh! What oh. is it? Let me see. I'm gonna find. Brett is Let's looking see. through her Ooh. whole discography. We've been is that recording what it's called? for discography. Thirty a minute and thirty <laughs> seconds. I'm already on Wikipedia. <laughs> well, I'm trying to get Brett away from his I anger. Like it's I'm, I am pretty. He's going right now. super saiyan with Leanne his rage at the rhymes. moment. But I have oh. blueberry and flaxseed granola. How do I live? How do I live without you? Oh, you know what I was thinking I of? I want to it, know. You're going to laugh. What? It's a SpongeBob song. Okay. And, and <laughs> I'm ready. And it's the Greasy Spoon song. I don't know. I don't know that song. Well, I don't know what that song is. So uh, SpongeBob and Mr. Krabs are separate. Yeah. SpongeBob okay. goes to work for the chum chum bucket. Okay, of course. And 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 uh, you know, it's just a greasy spoon without you. That's the song. It sounds very ballad worthy. Yeah, it is. It's a beautiful ballad. Wow. Well. <sighs> what ha- what are you what? What are you inhaling? The smell of the morning dew. Hey, welcome to the Keep Up Podcast, where I'm Brett, and Tim is Tim. That's me. And uh, we just talk about all the things we consume, be it media or food. I'm so annoyed right now. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. He came into this podcast so hot. We've I, been sitting here for four four hours, and Brett's like, I'm just mad. I'm just grumpy. No, that's grumpus. not true. I was ready to go. I was so amped. I uh-huh. got all my stuff together last night. Yeah. I was ready to go. We have a long day of recording today, and I'm amped, and it's going to be fine. It's going to be good, Yep. but I was ready for this podcast, and I just had a really annoying text exchange, and I don't know why it's bothering me so much. Don't let it bother you. But it's bothering me. Mind over matter, and it doesn't matter. Oh, man. Which is also uh, Sonic Music.
That was really early. Well, yeah, because it was too good. Oh, I'm spitting up uh, uh, granola. Um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> is a classic Sonic song. So. Well, now I have to find a specific song, dude. If you type in "It doesn't matter," it's yeah. gonna be the first thing that pops up on YouTube, guaranteed. It doesn't matter. A little pop close. by NSYNC. No. Oh crap! That's gonna win. Dirty pop. No. What do you mean that's gonna win? If you type in "It doesn't matter," no. I think NSYNC will come up. No, I don't think so. The song's called Pop. But maybe people are like, matters. does YouTube look up according to the... Oh, remind me not to sing when we record this early. <laughs> all, that, all that matters. Oh. He got bored. <laughs> Brutal. Brutal. I'm so annoyed. Don't be annoyed. It's just this feeling. Hooked on a feeling. Doot, doot, doot. Uh, um, I can't remember lyrics or anything. I'm high on believing. High, high on believing. Bam, there it is. Bam, Wow, I never knew that lyric till right now. You're welcome. I just, it sounded like, a, you know how you just replace lyrics Dude, in I, your head? <laughs> it's so funny you say that because I can't think of it now and I meant to write it down, but there was a song the other day that every time the chorus, it in my head it's like, but it's words, but in my head it's just nonsense. And so when I sing the song again, yeah. I always say the nonsense. Okay. But I heard what it actually was the other day. And I was like, of course that makes sense. It's yeah. not hagabagaduga ni. <laughs> <laughs> but now I feel so stupid. I'm believing. I can't. I, I don't know what the line was, but where did this peanut come from? It's from my naturally flavored blueberry and flaxseed granola from Market Basket, and I just threw in some nuts. It smells like peanut butter. Okay. <laughs> Tim just Tim just assaulted me. Ah, uh, with a peanut. Not today, boy. Not today, boy. Not All right. today. Let's get it. Let's do some things. Let's, I'm so mad. <laughs> let's get it. Let's do it. What is it? Which one? Um, You said you had a rant. That's uh, for video games. Oh, okay. Let's go into, I guess, movies. Okay. Ooh, ooh. Let's go to the movies. What? A, yeah. <laughs> what, a mo- what a movies. Fair warning. This podcast is going to be a little disastrous. <sighs> it's going to be great. Not because of Brett's rage, I'm but because so our mad. following podcast has consumed everything we're going to talk about. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> it is. It's going to be a lot. I'm but, excited about that But this one. one will be good because I have some juicy uh, continuations of... Stories. Juicy. Okay. Juicy <laughs> continuations. That's what we're all about here. Yeah. Let me get my list. What is this? Podcast 149. Okay. Long time ago. Yeah. 40 podcasts ago. 40. Not really. Oh, okay. Like, I think it was like I three. I was like 109. All right. That's very <laughs> Inter- interesting. I don't remember. <laughs> so I talked about the dark age of Disney. You did, yeah. The Dark Age, which, if I recall, was between 2001 and 2008. I don't know. You made it up in your head, and no, it changed it's... as we went. <laughs> well, that was the idea, and I believe Bolt was the last... Well, yeah, because then Princess and the Frog came out after Bolt in 2009. Yeah, yeah. So Bolt was 2008. Um, so, let me look up this movie so uh, I can see what year it came out. Because last time, I was like, I think I'm going to go in reverse order. Yeah. So I watched Bolt. Thought it was pretty good. Yeah. So the Disney Dark Age, it, we scrubbed 2008. Now we're in 2007. So yeah. it ends in 2007. Ends in 2007. Okay. So the next movie technically on the list was Meet the Robinsons. Oh, yeah. And yeah. That's the one I said I would watch. Yeah, you did say that. So I watched it. And? It was good. Really? It was good. Okay. So the thing about this movie, yeah. and I will say it's cheating a little bit. Okay. Because it's a time travel movie. 
Ooh. And I don't know if I'm the best judge because I just automatically enjoy it's time travel. It's crazy to me how much time travel matters to you. <laughs> it's I think because it's so interesting because I love to think of the repercussions that happen. Yeah, for and, sure. And this certainly has a lot of uh, paradoxes, paradoxi, paradoxicals. I think paradoxes, paradigms, paradigms. A new paradigm in cinema. A new paradigm in. Cynodyme. Cynodyme. We don't get to hear that anymore. No, huh? well, it left even before yeah. all the COVID That's stuff. what I mean. It's uh, just gone. Oh, uh, sorry. I did it away from the mic. That was very polite of you. Yeah, I tried to. I got yeah. really quiet, though. I <laughs> that's, re- that's really... That's really... Cynodyme. Cynodyme. A new paradigm in cinema. That's the noise it makes after. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Imagine that's the noise they use to like, like show you what the audio can do. <laughs> Listen closely. <laughs> it goes from like left to right. It just pans <laughs> just, around the room. It feels like your brain's Ugh, being sucked out. Gross. Uh, like so Meet the Robinsons. Meet the Robinsons. Is the story of Lewis. Lewis! A boy abandoned at birth. Oh. And uh, so he's trying to find a family, trying to find a reason to exist. Mm. And so he's incredibly smart. Heavy he's a, stuff. A genius inventor, like Jimmy Neutron level of genius. Yeah, okay. Um, so he's in an orphanage, and he keeps trying to get, like, you know, he has these interviews with families, and he's like, I'll never do it. So then he eventually decides that the only way he'll be happy is if he figures out who his mother is. Okay. So he spends a good chunk of the movie trying to build this machine um, to have his brain waves be, uh, like, red, and so he can put it on a screen and visualize what his mother looks like. Oh. Um, And so uh, a lot of things happen, and he eventually ends up in the future. (laughs) <laughs> which I'm not going to go into detail of all that. but <laughs> yeah, you certainly didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so he ends up going in the future, and crazy antics happen, and yeah. uh, it, it was very enjoyable. I will say the animation is dated. I think I think it's like right at the turning point. It's not like, it's like the... It's, it's 3D animated. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's dated in the sense that it doesn't look as good anymore. Huh. Um, because they, it's a little stiff. It's a little like just early Pixar. Like, not not like Toy Story, like a little later than that. Um, but it's Disney, obviously, working towards getting better with the 3D. Is it a Pixar movie? No, it's Disney. It's not. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because Pixar, I would consider, never really had a low point. Unless you count like Cars 2 and 3. Like, yeah. they had that weird sequel uh, rush, I guess. But... Um, anyways, so yeah, Meet the Robinsons, uh, I found, I found the story to be, like, pretty heartwarming and sad at times. Um, I also found it to be, I wouldn't, I would say predictable only because I, uh, I have a good understanding of time travel, Mm. and so there are elements that are in time travel that, that you would usually use in a time travel movie. So in so certain aspects I was able to predict, but it was still cool when things happened and yeah. I was like, oh there it is. Like okay. I knew that was gonna happen, but cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool. Cool. Um but yeah, I, I honestly think it was it's a very solid watch. Um like I said, the animation's dated, the the voice acting was great. Um the characters are real fun. There's a gigantic cast that I wish we spent more time on a certain group of characters. Mm. Um you end up meeting this like family in the future. Okay. Uh and they're really fun and i was like oh i kind of want a tv you show of all much. these guys yeah because it's just it's i don't know it's heartwarming seeing them all together and mm-hmm. it's it's yeah it's it was it was surprisingly good so the dark age of disney is a little less dark yet again yeah we are i don't know if there's another movie in 2007 or it just goes right to 2006 with chicken little but uh. um i don't know officially but for now we're scrubbing it a little. The mm-hmm. Disney Dark Age is getting a little thinner. A little thinner. <laughs> a little thin, baby. So Bolt is good. Meet the Robinsons is good. Yep. I found it quite enjoyable. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
All right. I don't know why I've always felt like weird about that movie. Like it just uh I almost didn't know if it was a Disney movie, which I know that's the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, is it? And it is. Yeah, and... it, it kind of, I think it came out at a time where we were getting older and things were just going on in life that were kind of different from watching sure. the new Disney movies. You know? Right, I, that's I, true. I wasn't too into Disney at that point. Yeah. But, um, so I, I'm getting closer to the more obscure ones. Um, there's The Wild. There's mm-hmm. Valiant. There's, I think there's one more. Yeah, I don't um, know like anything about those. Yeah, so the wild is, is that uh, turkeys. No, uh, Valiant's about like warbirds. Warbirds. And and uh, the wild's weird because it was Disney's take on Madagascar. I think they came out around the same time, and it's oh. the same concept of animals lost in New York. Weird. Um, yeah, and I don't know if it's officially Disney or they just put their name on it, and it's from a different animation company. Mm. Um. Uh, but yeah, so I'm getting closer to those because those are the ones I'm like very unfamiliar with. Yeah. Um, but they all have Walt Disney pictures right on the top. So I'm considering mm. it part of the list. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, but these are, we're get, like, I'm starting kind of strong and working mm-hmm. my way towards. That's fun. Towards the center. So yeah, I don't know what's next. Chicken Little was the one I was looking at, but if Valiant or uh, The Wild are like time-wise, yeah. uh, you know, closer to uh, uh, Meet the Robinsons, then yeah. I'll probably watch that. But um, I do have another movie to talk about if you want to jump yeah, into it. Yeah, let's do it. Indiana Jones. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I was gonna bring it up if you didn't. <laughs> it was it was it was a fun time. Yeah. Um, so Indiana Jones, Rage of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. Saw it for my birthday. You did. Let's let's go right off the bat. That movie is really violent. It really <laughs> is way more violent than I ever remember. It is intense. It is so. Um, I gotta look it up because I forgot to. Nick was telling me the movie's only PG. Mm-hmm. Really it was PG at the time. That is crazy. How? Because yep. um, when did it come out? Late or early eighties? Right. Uh, I see. Think it was seventy nine, eighty one, eighty one, eighty one. Okay, yeah. I don't know why I had seventy something in my head. Um, because it feels like a seventies movie. Yeah, I it would feels, say. And I mean, it's right on the tail end, I guess. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was pretty intense uh, right off the bat too. Um, I forgot that uh, is it Alfred or Andrew Molina? Huh? The guy who uh, he <laughs> plays Doc Ock. Oh, yeah, um, um... Alfred Molina? Andrew Molina. Yeah, let me see if I can find her. Alfred. Alfred. Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina. Alfred. I didn't recognize him. Everyone was pointing him out, and I was like, I still don't see it. Rachel immediately was like, oh, that's the guy. I was like, how did you... <laughs> that's I, the guy. I saw his name, and because mm-hmm. I watched Spider-Man 2 recently, I was like, oh, no way. Um, so... Spoiler alert, he doesn't last very long, and when... <laughs> He's no longer lasting. Uh-huh. It is aggressive. It is. I mean, he he's popping out there. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot real early. Yeah. So for context, we went to the theater and I brought my children mm-hmm. because it was Uncle Tim's birthday. And I I, init- I I picked Indiana Jones specifically for the kids. Mm-hmm. It was either that or the thing. And I was like, the thing, probably the kids wouldn't make it through. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> There's a good chance. Yeah. So I was like, Indiana Jones, that's a fun family classic mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, Everyone likes I, it. I was like, I don't remember it super well, but how bad could it be? Right. I watched it as a kid. I yeah. watched it when I was like 11 or 12. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you watch it? Older? I Yeah, I was older. And I for some reason, I barely, I feel like there's this time in my life mm-hmm. 
where I just was not as cognitive when I was watching movies for oh, some reason. Yeah, I'm re-watching so many movies because I don't remember them like yeah. I remember movies I'm watching now. Yeah, it's so weird. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, we talked about Batman on the last episode. I felt like I knew way more about it than I actually did. Yeah. Watching it, I was like, oh, I kind of remember this scene. I kind of remember that. But the, it's other cool than that, it's like... It's like you almost get to watch it for the first time. Yeah, again. that's what it felt like watching Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got to finish it because uh, we didn't make it through the whole thing. <laughs> <You did. laughs> that's, uh, you know, and I, I don't I don't blame you. I, I, I got the feeling because I saw Jazz stand up and go over and talk to you. And I was yeah. like, well, there's been a lot of violence. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were starting to feel a little uncomfortable. It's the uh, It was the way... That they showed it because you almost, I almost expected it in my head. I remembered it being like, like an old Western almost. Like okay. a guy gets shot and they just throw themselves back or whatever. Yeah. But they really put a lot of focus on the shots of like a dude gets shot, he falls to his knees and then blood starts coming out of his mouth and then he falls forward. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, so, one guy gets shot in the face and just like his yeah. face blows up. I'm yeah. Like, I think okay. like the bullet actually comes out of his forehead. Like yeah. They show him and I was like, wow. Yeah. Like I don't. PG? PG. The 80s were wild, man. A wild time. There was, <laughs> there was like, no rules. Yeah. Um, and I, I wanted to, I think I told you, but it was very good that you left when you did because that ending part, my biggest concern was when that guy's face gets melted. Mm-hmm. And that's intense. But there's three of them there. And one guy gets sucked up like a straw and becomes like a husk. But it's like, it's, um, um, what's the word? Claymation. So he's like, oh, horrific. Nightmares. I, and, and then the guy in the day. middle, his head literally explodes. Oh, Bloods, blood what? and guts everywhere. So you get the guy who melts to the right. You get the sucky straw guy to the left. And then in the middle, his head blows Are up. Are you serious? I was like, I don't remember this at all. <laughs> And I'm thinking as a kid, I either blocked it out or I was so used to playing violent video games that it just didn't bug me. Dude, Rach was in shock too because she grew up watching those. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I don't know how my mom let me watch this or like why I don't remember it. Right. Because those, uh, yeah, I mean, that's funny. I'm definitely glad we didn't stick it out because part of me was like, well, they've gotten this far. We might as well keep going. Might as well scar them since you're already halfway (laughs) through. You know, just like us. That's that's why we love horror now because as a kid, it scarred us, but it's like we're fascinated by it. Fascinated. Uh, the kids were not fascinated. Nope, nope. <laughs> they were ready. That's to right. Go. Almost, almost time. It's yeah. almost time to scar them. Exactly. What horror movie do you think you're going to introduce them first? Because um, the age yeah. gap's a little tough. It is tough. Yeah. Um, and do you, it's. Do you think you're not going to expose them to like horror? I don't. Well, ready? that's. I've thought about that. It's really interesting because it happened for us really young. Yep. Um, but. It for a while I thought jazz was gonna be super into like scary stuff. Yep. Uh, because you know I've talked about it on the podcast like the past couple years they've been watching. First they got into like Goosebumps and mm-hmm. then they got into that show Creeped Out, and um, then it seemed like like jazz was super into monsters and mm-hmm. like just creatures in general. Simi was a little more scared, um, but now they both seem to overthink it. Mm-hmm. Like they'll see something like one. I don't remember which shot it was. I think it was when the guy got shot in the head. Simi was like, I kind of wish I didn't see that. Like yeah. they're now thinking about like, Oh, I have that in my head and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It seemed like they were going in that direction and now it seems like they're more sensitive. Yeah. And I'm not sure. I can't think of what, cause I mean, I wouldn't say they're sheltered. I mean, no, like, like no, uh, I mean, you played lots of games and you guys watch lots of movies yep. like Avengers and stuff like that. And yeah, Jazz has watched me play a couple scenes of Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because there will be moments like there was a big boss fight that he was watching me do and the creature scary and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he was like into it. 
And then I hadn't beaten this boss before, so I didn't know. But the way this boss dies is his top half explodes, he falls, and all his guts come out. <laughs> Lovely. It happened very quickly. <laughs> and of course. Ja- and Jazz went, okay, wish I didn't see that, and then walked out of the room. So, like, it's, there's a very fine line. Yeah, <laughs> where it's, like, too much. <laughs> enough gore, is too much. Enough is too much. <laughs> the gore is not what they're looking for. Yeah. Yeah, so. Fair enough. Um, Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there. And I feel funny about being like, I can't imagine being like, all right, kids, I'm going to just show you this horror movie. It's like time. Because ready for eight. <laughs> here we go. Because <laughs> it's not for everybody. Right. And maybe it's not for them. I don't no, know. I don't know why we stuck in front of the TV. Like yeah, we stuck either. around and watched it. I but um, but to comment on the rest of the movie, um, it's slow. Yeah. It's, it's, I feel like there's a lot of talking. Um, for like long periods of time. So I I was there what twenty minutes? A little longer than a little that. Longer I think. Than yeah. Because up until that point, it felt like there was a lot of action and stuff. Yeah, there there's a good chunk of action, but there's this part in the middle where I mean, you get a lot of action, and then he starts talking to I forgot his name, but just one of his friends in the movie, uh, and they're just talking about like they're they're establishing story, obviously mm. telling you like why it's important to get all this stuff. Um, yeah. But I feel like they're talking for like. 30 to 40 minutes like it feels like such a long it's not that long yeah but it feels really long huh and i think and i've noticed this with other movies that uh, that uh have that 70s vibe is that there's a lot of talking and then action like all in a row yeah it's like it's like a bunch of action but it's like they tried to make it feel like a good mix of talking and action where it almost I guess in later movies, like the the action and the story are all developed kind of at the same right. time. Like it feels more natural. Did you feel like in this one it was like action heavy on the beginning and the end, and then they like paused it for all the story in the middle? Kind of, but there are some good scenes in the middle. Like, yeah. I guess overall the movie just feels really long to me, mm. and it's not. It's like what an hour and a half, I think. It's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Um, and I I don't know. Maybe it's just something about me, but like I always feel like this with the seventies seventies ish movies where yeah. there's it, they're slow. They're very yeah. slow. Um, and I don't know. Maybe I had to watch more seventies movies and kind of get a feeling for yeah, it, but suffer through it, <laughs> feel feel the pain. I'm sure there's great, um, but the Please. action's awesome, and it is it you know it gets violent. There's a scene everybody remembers where where the guy um, he's fighting the guy in that plane spinning around, and he gets hit by the propellers, and yeah. So in my head, it just Indy looks away, and the guy just like yeah, explodes. it's off screen, right? No, that's what I thought. Um, not no, I mean so blood splatter just goes everywhere. Oh, so and I didn't remember the blood. I just remember like. The that happened, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's just funny the little details you notice as you get older. And... It's so violent mm-hmm. throughout it's the whole thing, really too. Really violent, yeah. I gotta, I gotta finish it, yeah. Because it is. Uh, I'm curious how the other two are. Because I, once again, I remember that. I mean, <clears throat> specifically the second one. You have the main villain. He's Kaliman. He's ripping the hearts out of people. Mm. But I mean, with how violent the first one was, I mean, are we gonna see him like all the strings connected to Dude, the heart as he pulls it? I just don't know <laughs> what to expect. Did they actually murder a man for the second one? <laughs> they might have. That's wild. Wild yeah. times. So, are you gonna watch? Did it make you want to watch the whole series? Um, yes. It's funny. I've actually never seen the fourth one. Oh, really? I've never seen Crystal Skull. So, yeah. Um, yeah. With the new game coming out from Bethesda, yeah. and uh, you know, I'm definitely feeling the vibe. That's cool. That's so, cool. I don't know if I'm gonna like, you know push my way through watching them all. Not that they're bad or anything, but um, I'm more familiar with the other ones than I am with the first one, I guess. But um, So I don't know. Yeah, four is the one I have the most distinct memories of because I saw that in the theater and uh, everybody hated it. I yeah. don't know if I had as much context mm-hmm. for it as like people... Do you think f- you saw it before you saw the other movies? 
it feels that way mm-hmm. because I think I specifically watched the other three because that one was coming out, mm-hmm. but I really don't remember them. There was also a time, this might have to do with my n- not being very cognitive during watching them, mm-hmm. I would just fall asleep constantly. <laughs> you still do. What are you talking about? Not as much, dude. I'll, <laughs> if I start a movie, I typically get through it, but yeah. this would just be like... In the afternoon, yeah. like I would just watch a movie, and I would just pass out. It's just maybe it was just like kind of a comfort thing. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But mm-hmm. then I would be like, oh, that, the credits were great. <laughs> it's like I really enjoyed the credits. <laughs> I really like the beginning and ending. <laughs> yeah, credits. maybe that's why you don't remember anything because you never actually it's watched it. Anything. That's what happened with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It was always it was with Rach. I don't know why. It was like when we were dating in my teens, she would like come over, we'd put a movie on, and she'd be like, "Why are you always asleep?" <laughs> Let's not watch a movie if you're just going to fall asleep. I was like, I don't know. I, don't. I can't do it. It's probably because my diet was garbage. I ate so much Taco Bell. Yeah. It's good, though. Love Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Still love Taco Bell. Do you, though? I do. Mm. Yeah. I saw a video. <laughs> the- <laughs> mm. uh, I saw a video the other day of how they cook the meat. Yeah. Um, so it comes in this. Uh, I'm sorry to ruin the dream bag. Yeah. So it's a big bag full of everything comes in a bag. Yeah. They don't even open the bag, which is terrifying. So it's this big, huge bag of meat and the, I don't know, sauce. What do you call it? The grease. It's It's, in it. Yeah. It's all just one big orange blob. Okay. And so they have this like, um, I guess they steam it because it's this big vat of water. And they put the bag in the water and then close it and it like cooks it that way. And then they cut cut open the bag and put it in like containers and stuff. But they don't even like, they just cook it in water. I don't know. They boil it. They They boil boil the meat at Taco Bell. (laughs) And I'm not happy about it. They boil a bag of meat. Yeah. You, I, and you know, that sends me down like a rabbit hole of like, oh, how do they make this? And it's not good. The, I... (laughs) I only I watched a couple and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna reveal the secrets. Yeah. Because no one's gonna wanna eat anything. Dude, nothing <laughs> was funnier to me than when you sent me a video of you were like, no one should ever see this. And it was someone making a McDouble, I think. Yeah. It, there, nothing was happening that was bad or uncomfortable. It, no, the everything was gross. She literally was like, first I take the bun and then I put the meat on it. <laughs> And then I put cheese on it. But the whole station where everything was being done was gross. I watched it like three times, looking like in the background. You're I was like, like, what? What is Tim seeing that it makes him so uncomfortable about seeing this video? It was literally a woman put, making a sandwich. And you were like, no one should see this. I think you were freaked out by the drawers. Yeah. There were burger patties yeah, and drawers. Yeah, meat drawers. But that's not a secret. You've never seen over the counter at a McDonald's. I don't look that deep. You're like, I don't want to see. Blind, I'm blinded by love. <laughs> I just, I want my food to be handed to me. I don't need right. to see. I don't, I don't care where it comes from. It. Right. But once I see the secrets, although when I see like, it's going to get sad. Uh, when I see like the videos of the little chicks being made into chicken nuggets. Yeah. Not that the chicks specifically get made into chicken nuggets, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't bug me. I'm Sorry. like, oh, that looks pretty good. Sorry to laugh. That Really? Yeah, I'm not. That freaks me out. <laughs> I don't. You don't see the middle part, depending on which PETA so, video in, you're watching. In high school, we actually watched this. It was like a two-hour documentary of my uh, my food class, mm. and it, it was just showing you where your food comes from. And it you was would a, take a class. I had food. to. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Um, 
what was it called? Home Economics, I think, or something. Oh, Home Ec, yeah. That's yeah. a thing. Um, but uh, yeah, so we had to watch a documentary, and it was specifically, it showed the, and in my head it was chicks. I don't know if chicks get made into chicken nuggets or, but they like, <laughs> they separated them. There was the ones that were like weird and the ones that were fine. And so the weird ones got sent somewhere else. And the normal ones, all there was like a big like waterfall of them. Right. Like, that's it was what like I a conveyor belt, too. and they all like, cheep, 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 cheep. Uh, if anybody is. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I, I, I think I, I think I just made video. a bunch of people vegan no, by accident. I just don't, like, yeah. But they're all like cheap, 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 cheap. Well, I've seen in. a bunch of those videos. Like, I, I don't know. Like, they don't <laughs> show you. It's all implied. Like, right. I haven't seen a video where I'm watching a bunch of chicks get crushed. Right. There's not like a big hammer. It's like, but they become might, a paste. That might be. I think the process is probably disgusting. But what do they do with the? Oh, I don't want to. Don't. Yeah. yeah. We, we try not to think too I much. Can't. But seeing that doesn't phase me. Right. But seeing people make it in the environment that bothers that you. bothers me. That makes zero <laughs> sense. <laughs> it's it's because it's when they're when they're they're killed and prepared into food. I imagine it's safer. <laughs> For who? What are we talking <laughs> like about? Like it's a cleaner, cleaner process. So you're saying the machines and stuff like that? Yeah, and they put in all those chemicals but to make it healthy. But once you get humans involved, you're right. freaked out about eating it. Right, because, well, then they throw it in the meat drawer. And I'm not going to eat a burger from a meat drawer. Dude, you have a meat drawer upstairs. <laughs> it's yeah, but it's for cold cuts. All your meats and cheeses. But I don't cook burgers in it. <laughs> Don't you want that? <laughs> don't you want to just pull a drawer out and it's full of burger patties? I do, but I'm not happy that I want I it. just realized that's what I want. That's... I want to set up my kitchen with like just slightly heated drawers <laughs> so I can just go through and it's just a burger bar. Yeah. That sounds great. That really does sound awesome. Let's I bet go... you could do that. Let's go to McDonald's. Okay. How do we get here in um, movies? Indiana Jones. McDonald's. Makes sense. It was a clear shot Of course Yeah you didn't see the line created Yeah no (laughs) Um, Yeah. Um, So yeah Indiana Jones I think is still worth watching today It's a little slower in my opinion Way more violent than I remember Be prepared Um, But yeah it's it's still a fun adventure The music's great Mm -hmm. Uh, Harrison Ford's great Mm -hmm. It's uh, yeah classic It's classic dude what do you got? Uh, do you got anything in movies? I don't have any movies actually. Then I think we're going to video games. Yeah, let's do it. Oh. Video games. We didn't do this last week. Games? Yeah. Oh, that's good. What are you a demon? You know that noise that like uh, raptors make in movies? Yeah, like caca. Yeah, mm-hmm. like. You know the wind-up for that was great. <laughs> the I tried I I made a noise like it recently and realized I can't do it on purpose. That's not what I sound like. <laughs> I hate that. Like there are once in a lifetime noises that I waste on stupid things. How do they You know how it's like a I think Predator makes a similar noise. Oh, it's like it's whenever it's whenever a giant lizard creep was it like that? Or nope. was it like this? Nope. Oh, nope. uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's, uh... I had an accident. <laughs> <laughs> it's whenever a giant lizard creature doesn't know someone's nearby. So it goes... Yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't do it. I don't know. Anyways, what are we in? Video games? <laughs> yeah. Um, what, do you, what do you got? Oh, uh, so... The Resident Evil 7... Yeah. 8, not 7, 8... Yeah. Showcase happened. Yeah. And... Yeah. First of all... 
Firstly, the internet is in love with big sexy lady. I know. <laughs> I keep just seeing pictures of her. It's all I don't know what it is. Yeah. I mean, she's in the game, she's pretty terrifying. She's yeah. gigantic, first she's off. She's huge, I know. She I think she's like nine foot it's something. It's really cool. Yeah, it is. She's she's actually a really cool villain. Uh and there's two of them. There's the other like crazy chick with the hood. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't really see her too much. But um so they they showed off the game. Mm-hmm. They first first they announced the the multiplayer. Reverse? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Whatever. It's it's a free game that comes with the purchase yeah. of Resident Evil. It's already it's either a beta out or it is out. Um, so there's a demo. Oh, demo. The okay. Resident Evil 8 demo, which that's what I'm going to talk about because I played it. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Um, PS5 exclusive. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Brett. <laughs> cool. That, I got it for the podcast yeah, so I could talk about these things. Yeah, talk about it. Did I tell you I found a way to play the medium? On your computer? Uh-huh. Yeah, but did you try it? Not yet. It's not out. Gotta wait till Friday. Oh. So it's probably gonna be like 480 in like a tiny <laughs> box. And I'll be like, I'm playing it, guys. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing I, it. I don't think it'll work on my computer, but yeah. I really want to try and oh, see if man. it works. Yeah. But if it does, come on over. All right. Okay. Uh, so yeah, the Resident come Evil 8 over. demo. Come on over. Baby. It has slight PT vibes. Slight. Slight. And I say that because it looks gorgeous yeah it's so good looking and that's okay. the whole point of the demo is to display the graphical look how cable. good i look no i'm <laughs> saying that's the point of the demo <laughs> don't throw peanuts at oh me. i'm throwing those nuts don't uh, excuse me what okay uh, wow what a moment <laughs> a lot just happened yeah it was pretty pretty wild pretty wild pretty pretty wild cool um so yeah the demo is uh it's really cool it's very short i finished it in like 25 minutes okay um and you know they keep saying it's just a graphical showcase it's mm-hmm. just like but uh uh we'll have a full demo come out later that's more of like the original resident evil 7 demo okay um which was like uh, did you ever play that i think i think i did start it mm-hmm. but then i was like i just want to play the game the game yeah i, I wanted almost nothing because it, it definitely is a separate experience from yeah. the full game yeah um it's kind of like a, a supplemental experience can you, you still get that yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like PT or anything. Um, I would just say I would say they change like a couple of things. Um, and I believe there's one scene in particular that's not in the final game that's, that's actually cool. in that. I so, like that they do that. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's like it gives you a nice taste and something exclusive that you won't get in the full game. Right. Um. Uh. So the, I imagine similar to this, but there's no way they wouldn't put this part in the game because it just feels like it's too good I oh guess. yeah it's sure too, it's too cool um so yeah the the demo is pretty simple you play as this woman um that you don't have a name i don't think but uh trying to escape from this dungeon mm. uh in this victorian castle and it's very um very bloodborne-esque oh um it's like you're you're this dungeon has a million different kind of like uh, medieval traps and and torture devices and you know you see you find this one guy who's being hung and his body's ripped in half and there's guts hanging at the bottom and it, it dude nothing looks more gross than seeing someone cut in half in like 4k on the playstation 5 <laughs> i'm like okay i don't need this much fidelity really oh, i, I feel like i could touch it like ooh. it looks what? it looks really good um and i would say that's probably the best point of the demo because the scares um atmospherically it's really good mm. it's very like 
you uh, you're walking down a hallway and you'll hear like slams on the wall and it'll, it feels like a haunted house. Wow, yeah. Um, That's but cool. but I would say there's not much content other than those like moments. Okay. Um, like for me, it wasn't worth replaying because there isn't really anything new or yeah. nothing that I didn't find. Um, but yeah, the demo it's 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 super cool. It's fun to play through. It's a good chunk of time. Uh, like I said, 25 minutes, which is fine with me. Sure. Um, for a demo, yeah. Yeah, uh, and it really shows off what the game's gonna be like. Cool. Um, so yeah, if uh, maybe I'll let you or we can play it at some point today or whatever. But yeah. uh, I think I think you would enjoy it because it is it feels like a new horror game. Yeah, oh man, I love uh, that. De- it still doesn't feel like Resident Evil, mm. um, but that's okay. It doesn't have to. It feels like this next next chapter. <laughs> this next feels like a next next chapter. <laughs> feels next. like the next chapter of Resident Evil. Resident Evil. <sighs> oh, there's one more thing we should talk oh. about, movies. Um, what? Yeah, I guess we could talk about it now instead of the next podcast. You sure? Yeah. We need 10 more things for the next podcast. (laughs) Okay, maybe we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, Resident Evil demo. I would say get a PS5, Mm -hmm. but not to play that. Play Astro's Playroom. Yeah. They're the same game. (laughs) Really, it's interchangeable. (laughs) Same Have your kids play both. Yeah. And then whichever one they hate. Dude. (laughs) That's probably how the horror transition is going to happen for my kids, actually. Games? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They might play a scary game before they watch a scary movie. Scary games are way, in my opinion, more scary than movies. Often, yeah. Um, Because you're controlling it. I feel like the zombie genre is the bridge. Definitely. Between action to horror. Yeah, because you, there's still... There's still like it's a lot of action, and uh, zombies to me aren't as scary as they once were. Mm, yeah, um, right. They're right. more of just like a threat, yeah. like like elements or other villains and stuff. But as opposed to like if you watch Hereditary or some horror movie that involves ghosts, uh, that's a scarier concept to me yeah. than, than zombies. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's true. Exactly. So it works well for that's, kids. That's exactly true. Exactly true. So do you have games? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. This is why Brett's mad. This is, no, this isn't why I'm mad. I mean, this is this is no. Get it. Psst. This is part of why I'm mad. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I was up super late last night. Yep. Our plan was to start recording at nine thirty. Yeah. I w- and 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 I told Brett specifically show up at nine twenty nine. Yeah. Be ready at nine thirty. <laughs> That's the rule. That's what is established. That's what yep. happens. Yep. And so Brett was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get up at eight <laughs> I'm going to be at Tim's house at 8.02, no, even though I was not. up at 8.30. I was here 15 minutes early. You live here, and you were 10 minutes and late. And I was late to, <laughs> late to my bedroom. How bad is that? Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, but I the knew... The concept of that's funny. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was here before you somehow. Um, and I slept in this room. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So oh. I knew I was going to get up early. Plus, the kids got, uh, they were going back to school today, like, oh, in person. So back. I knew I had to be up early. To school. Back to school. Uh, were you nervous about sending them to their doom? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me who has the doom. No, they'll be fine. There's only a handful of kids. And, yeah, they'll be fine. Why do you think I sound like that? <laughs> you, get, you get these random moments of nasal. And that's what you really? sound like. You're like, they'll be fine. I don't feel nasally. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy. This is the worst. Day I've of talked my to life. you th- uh, through 150 hours. Yeah, more than that, but Way specifically. More. So now I just I see your true self. Wow, and it disturbs me. It sounds awful. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> I'm sorry for your experience. Oh, it's okay. So I knew I was getting up early, but I really 
wanted to just wrap up yep. this game I've been playing. What is it, Brett? That I've already played before. Oh, even better. Batman Arkham City. Oh. Return to Arkham. Yep. Okay. Now, here's what's frustrating to me is I remember not finishing all of Arkham City mm-hmm. because I got to a point where I'd finished the story and there was a bunch of collectibles. Yeah. And I am... We talked briefly about this in, uh, when we were talking about Spider-Man. I am much more a side mission guy than I am a collectibles guy. Mm-hmm. I don't like just getting collectibles. Right, because there isn't much meat to collectibles other than just exploring the map. Exactly. Which you do so, most of the game. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and in Arkham Asylum, I think that's when I first realized that about myself because mm-hmm. there were so many Riddler trophies to get. Yeah. Right? Now, in Arkham City is where they kind of introduce a different type of side mission structure, Mm -hmm. which is the one that we see in Spider-Man, where you can go to a certain point, start a side mission, or you can just stay on the key. I'm not saying this has never been introduced before, but I'm just saying... (laughs) It's the first time in game history. (laughs) We've never seen it, where you can veer (laughs) off the path. Whoa! Um, But, you know, they'll pop up. You can go start it whenever. And then in Arkham City, you can uh, go to your menu and Mm -hmm. check the status of all of your side missions, right? Mm -hmm. So I kind of blew through the story in this one. Uh, Especially because you've played it before. You don't really need to, like... Unless you're trying to get the story again or whatever, but... Right, and Mm -hmm. uh, I I had forgotten how this one played out, and it's so good. Arkham City's a great game, don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong. It's a great Batman story, too. Yeah, it's amazing, it really is. Um, And the way they incorporate the other characters is really great, and they do a similar thing that, um, you know, or I should say Spider-Man did a similar thing that Arkham City did, where you really get to interact with so many Batman villains if you do all of the side missions. Mm Mm-hmm. So I had started a couple of the side missions. I started to remember the ones that I really didn't like. Like, I don't know if you remember the AR training ones where it's basically just gliding through rings. Because there's, in my head, there's like two specific ones that were very difficult to actually do. Like, because you had to like bomb down and then fly. Yeah, exactly. It was super tricky. And if you pull back too hard, you'll fly like straight up and you, you'll go over There's the There's one ring. where you had to like go through a tunnel, right? That is yeah. the last one I did and it's so difficult. The worst, the and worst. It's, it's a trick because mm-hmm. you have to bomb, you have to dive bomb and not pull up. You mm-hmm. have to dive bomb and just let go of the button and then just navigate through a hall. But if you even touch like the top or like a ceiling or a wall, you cling to it yeah. and it's like... That's your fail. It's like failure. And you're like, oh, I'm gonna <laughs> My heart. blow up everything <laughs> in my house. I am the Joker. It's yes, right. This is my origin story. <laughs> so bad. Um, so yeah, the core story is great. Um, I love playing as Catwoman. You switch yep. to Catwoman throughout. Which I know. I was going to say originally that was DLC. Oh, so when you bought the game new, you yeah. get the DLC for free. But if you were to, um, you know, buy it used or mm-hmm. rent it or whatever, she you miss her entire thing. She's in the game still. But you don't play as her. Wow! They I just, didn't realize they that. They skip right over. So my original playthrough, I didn't have Catwoman. No way! Yeah. So That's when I, crazy. I I played it again on hard, and I I got the DLC okay. specifically for it, and I was like, ah, oh, this is so cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's funny that they had such a portion of the game separated, and yeah. And it was at the time where they were doing online passes where, um, oh, I don't know if you yeah. remember that, but that's when yeah, you, yeah. same thing, you bought a game day one, mm-hmm. uh, you would get the online pass, immediately access to it, but if you got it used, rented, couldn't it didn't play have it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, it, I'm so glad that was short-lived 
lived because it's really stupid. It that, doesn't make any sense. Because yeah. you're already paying for online for the service, like mm-hmm. on PlayStation or Xbox. And to to have to pay again if you somehow buy the game pre-owned, it, it was really stupid. So yeah. that was Batman's way of doing it by making mm. it, because st- it's only a single-player game. Right. So uh, it was super dumb, but I'm glad they fixed it in that, because you yeah. didn't have to get the DLC, or it's the complete version anyway. Yeah, and yeah. this is the return to Arkham, mm-hmm. so it's basically like the remastered versions. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's all incorporated, and it feels a lot like when you switch to MJ in mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Yep. Like, the similarities between the two games, like replaying Arkham after Spider-Man, are even deeper than I, I realized playing mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Um, so all that stuff's great. Played as Catwoman, beat the story. I go through and I'm doing a couple of things um, throughout the city that are marked on my map. Mm-hmm. Now, the biggest frustration or the biggest headache in Spider-Man was the um, the like city crimes yeah. where you'd have to just wait for them to randomly populate. Yep. What I did not recall about Batman is every almost every one of the side missions that are left after the story, mm-hmm. you have to just wait for them to randomly generate. Oh, I remember there's the Zaz one, and you have to go find the... So the Zaz one's maybe the easiest, because okay. it happens the most often, okay. but I still haven't finished it, because you basically just have to walk around Gotham until a phone rings. Right, and then find... Oh, God. What else? Man, I, I, I don't remember it Okay, well, so but... there's that one? Yeah. There's another... I remember them all, because I was up till one thirty <laughs> looking at them all. Um, I... I played as Catwoman, and her only thing is you can find some Riddler trophies, mm-hmm. um, and then you can go around and find Two-Face thugs mm-hmm. that stole your loot, and you beat up those guys. There's 16 of them. At first, I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this, yeah. but then I started it, and they were all in a pretty concentrated area, so I went through and did that, mm-hmm. um, got an achievement for that, so that pretty much completed Catwoman's thing. So then I played, there's uh, the bonus campaign with uh, Harley Quinn, where it's like afterwards you play as Robin. That's super cool. That is super cool. Loved that whole thing. Um, Beat that. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to go back in the main game and see like what I'm missing. Yep. So there's the, there's the Zaz one, Mm -hmm. which I could probably get that one done. Cause like I said, if you walk around enough, a phone will ring. Right. Um, there's the Deadshot one, which mm-hmm. I remember completing the Deadshot one in my first playthrough, but I must have just been doing it as it popped up because the first one to initiate it, you go and examine a body. Yeah. And then you scan like the bullet hole and it shows you the trajectory. And you follow it. Yeah. Exactly. That was, I remember exactly. those being cool missions. Yeah, they were cool. So I follow that. Only one other one has popped up Mm -hmm. since I finished the campaign. So I went to that spot, scanned it, and I'm only 40% complete. Mm -hmm. So I probably have to do like one or two more locations, but I have to just wait for them to show up at some point. That's such a weird mechanic. So yeah, it is. So that, that is one that I haven't completed. And then there's one that's, I know it's the, it's the hush side mission where essentially you find a body Mm -hmm. and it's just a dead body and their face has been removed and you Mm -hmm. scan it. There are just two other bodies randomly in Arkham City that you have to just find in alleys. There's oh. no marker. There's oh nothing. Oh, my God. So you have to just run around looking Dude, for I'd that. I'd look that up for sure. I probably will, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I was Actually, I was looking up one last night. It said they randomly generate. That's great. So it's great. I'm like, okay, that's annoying. And then the worst one, and Can't the one wait. I will never, ever finish. Mm-hmm. The only way to... So they set it up with the Riddler where he's... He's stealing GCPD officers and putting them in these weird little traps. Yeah. And the traps are cool because you have to go in, you have to solve them, you have to use all your gadgets. And um, you save one, and he's like, 
Uh, you don't think I'm just going to give you all the locations, do you? You have to find more of my secrets. So, you you know, you have to scan the secrets with the riddles he gives you, which I think that's fun. Yep. Um, and you have to find the Riddler trophies. So I looked it up and I was like, because I've only gotten two of them, two of the officers. Oh, I thought two Riddler trophies. And I was I've, like, you got a long no, way to go. I found, I found like what felt like a good amount of trophies because mm-hmm. I, I felt, you know, I keep my eyes open for secrets. I've yeah. been playing long enough to like check every corner, go left instead of right and all that stuff. Right. Um, and... I, I looked it up because I was like, I wonder how many you need to actually complete the Riddler story because mm-hmm. there's a percentage and everything. You need to to get to Riddler's final hideout. Do yep. you know how many trophies you need to find in this game? I mean, I imagine it's 90 to 95% or all of them. What number do you think that is, though? Oh, I'm trying to remember. It's like 100 or maybe 200, 220 or something. It's 400. <laughs> you have to find 400 trophies and secrets to get to his lair. That's disgusting. It's, it's, you know, and I, and I hate, I, I don't hate it. I, so I, I did it. I did it. You I, did that. I've done, I've gotten all the Riddler trophies in every Batman Bro. game. I will never do it again. And I have no interest in playing Arkham city again, specifically because I know I might get sucked into doing it all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I did do it. Uh, long ago. I can't believe you did that. I, I mean, it was just, I was a dumb kid is what it's I insane. was. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I guess at the time, now, granted, we've talked about this before, I'm going back and playing games, um, replaying stuff, or I'm playing it now, I never played it on, I, I played it on 360, so yeah. I'm getting like new achievements and stuff like that, and just right. kind of refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a great game, and it's really, really fun. But I'm just looking at that after having 100% in Spider-Man, yep. and I was like, man, this is where these games differ so much, because I'm literally just walking around Gotham waiting for things to pop up. There's no marker to like, oh, there was a body found here. There was a body found here. Mm -hmm. A couple of them make a lot of sense. Like, uh, you know, a marker comes up, you go start the side mission and it starts this whole thing and you Mm -hmm. can play through the whole side mission or you can leave and come back to it. And that makes a lot of sense to me because you just kind of do it at your own pace. Mm -hmm. But I can't, unless I'm willing to just aimlessly walk around for hours in Gotham. time. I'm like, dude, I'm not doing this. 400 is insane. Which, I, I, if I recall, Arkham Knight's the worst out of all of them, and I believe it's even more than 400 in Arkham Knight. With the Riddler trophies? Yeah. Bro. It's hands down the worst. More people haven't completed that than like anything ever. That's <laughs> like, so it's, annoying. Because they're, they're not only so many trophies to get, but the bonus mission, like the other things you have to do are like stupid annoying really? they're annoying they're hard a lot of them don't even make sense and they're like oh you just do this and it's like i would never use this anywhere else yeah i would never like you have to uh i can't even think of one specifically but the batmobile is involved in a lot of them so yeah. you have to like shoot things with the batmobile that wouldn't blow up things normally but it blows up that specific thing because it's a riddler trophy okay it's, it's a disaster i would yeah. say avoid that one arkham city still a little too much definitely mm-hmm. arkham asylum to me is like the perfect one I, yeah. I love that one the best yeah um because it's the right amount of trophies it's the right amount of just like batman goodness yeah um so i've always i've been partial to that one myself but um it's great yeah I, it's a great game to play not a great game to complete yeah that's the thing is it <laughs> really bums me out because i would it it feels just so unbalanced because the story itself i feel like i beat the story in probably like three hours four hours it was that's like, short I mean, that's what it felt like to me because wow. I, I was just all of a sudden like, oh, I'm at the end. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've played it in increments enough that it equaled like five or six. But yeah. man, fe- even oh, then, quick. I, I don't. Sw- I swear it's not that short. Uh, that's how I felt. Yeah. I was like, how am I already at the end? It's been a while since I played um, it though. That's but, crazy. Yeah. So there's. Uh, I have a list here because I was looking at it last night. You ever like? 
you're like, all right, I have to go to bed. So you turn the game off, but then you start looking up like what you have to do to right, get the, to the, the next, next portion. Right, the next day, I'm like, okay, let me do my research. I'm okay, like doing prep. Yeah. <laughs> so there's acts of violence, which mm-hmm. is just random political prisoners throughout the city. Yep. And it's like, here are the tips: glide low to hear them, use detective mode to see them check places on the map below and the map gives you a bunch of random places where they might be so you have to like go and ch- oh yeah i not, don't know how i did any of this as a, when i was younger yeah i know me neither um i will say the uh the map like arkham city is not huge mm-hmm. so like you set a marker and you're like wow that's far away but it's really not you're there in like a couple yeah you're pretty lines. fast yeah, yeah. Uh, the AR training, which I ended up doing because yep. there's only a, like a handful of those. Mm-hmm. Um, Enigma conundrum, which is the Riddler one. Yeah. So you need, you get the first two Riddler hostages for nothing. Okay. The Free. third Riddler hostage, which is the one I just did, for 80. So okay. I have I 80 clues and trophies that mm-hmm. I've collected. Uh, the next one is double that, yeah. 160. And you have to have unlocked a certain, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, like uh, gadget thing, okay. You know, um, Wayne Tech. Wayne Tech. After the 160, number five is 240 trophies. God. Number six is 320, and to find Riddler's hideout and complete the side mission, it's 400. Which I think's all of them. I think you had to get 100. percent So it's 100. percent It's every single one. Which is that's how it was in the first game too. You didn't get to see right him until you did everything. And I didn't. I was in the first one too. I was like, this is too much. Yep. Now I will say in the second one they added that mechanic where you beat up a bunch of guys, leave one, interrogate them and it'll show you on the map. Yeah. But the thing is like we've talked about this the collectibles in Spider-Man are super fun because mm-hmm. there's not an exorbitant amount of them and yeah. it's fun it's not to 400 travel. 400 of them. Right. And it's fun to travel mm-hmm. with the Batman ones not only is it locating them, but you have to like figure out a puzzle and like walk around in circles and sometimes there's those annoying like gliding mechanics that if you don't jump off just in time mm-hmm. you're not getting it anyway so it just feels so tedious yeah and it's it crazy doesn't age well no it really doesn't and maybe it was fine back in the day but no way anybody's no doing that. um it definitely doesn't hold up i i was like well even then i skipped it then and this yeah. time i'm like it's even worse than i thought <laughs> Um, there's the Bane one, which is cool. You yep. have to find like six tanks, blow them up, then find Bane. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Zaz one with uh, uh, the the calls. Yep. Uh, Heart of Ice, which is Mister Freeze. You have to find his wife and then find some of his tech. Mm-hmm. Which th- those are easy. It's yeah. like just go find this stuff and go to this place. And fight the side mission is cool. I remember the Mad Hatter one being pretty. pretty that neat. one was sick. Yeah, I loved that one. Mm-hmm. That was one where you go, you think you're there for one thing, and it's a trick. Right. And it's like it's super dope. Um, then there's like three or four more. Uh, there's one that I haven't even gotten to begin the mm-hmm. the Azrael one, and I don't know how to start it. Oh, um, I have to just go like look for him somewhere. I yeah, guess. Um, that one's a little weird because he'll so you'll talk to him and you'll I think you fight him or he has you fight a bunch of thugs and mm-hmm. you have to like prove yourself to him or yeah. whatever. Um, and it, it's actually it's a pretty cool series of missions, but you have to line up like it's like a Riddler puzzle where you have to line up a certain emblem or a symbol oh, and then you and line then... it up and then he shows up. I see. It's like okay. it's a weird, it's a whole weird thing. It's a cool series of missions yeah. that's for sure, but um, yeah, it's just a lot that like you almost need a guide for everything. Yeah. Right? Like, where am I? Where? What do I do now? Right, and that's where I'm at. So I might start it up one more time and like. But you're like right there. Right yeah. At the end. yeah. Yeah. So all the side missions are there. I'm like, do I just call it? I don't know. But uh, uh, outside of that annoyingness, mm-hmm. that was my. It, it's a great game. Yeah. But that was. That was but my it kept rant. you up late because you're like. Yeah, I was up. I was like, how much of this do I want to do? And it's annoying because I'm like, I'm literally just flying around in circles. Like, can something? Can someone start screaming so I can come rescue you? <laughs> Please. Like, just give me the markers so I can go do the things. Yeah. Don't make me wait for the things to show up. It's annoying, but 
you know, we're past that. The game's probably 15 years old. Yeah, it's point, like it's, so. And are you going to jump into Arkham Knight next? I Yeah. The reason I played these first two is because of the three came together, I think. Um, uh, I was, think you bought them together, right? Yeah. The Return oh, yeah. Return to Arkham is just the two games. That's right. I mm-hmm. did. I bought them all together. I was like, I'll replay these. And Arkham Knight, I've never played at all. Yeah. So, so that's going to be cool. Yeah. And Origins, everyone that. forgets about that one. Doesn't I, have a, doesn't yeah. have a re-release or anything. I know. It's, I, I don't did even play think that it's one. Backwards compatible. I don't know if it is. Yeah, that one just got lost. Yeah, they're just like, eh. That was a different team. Wasn't that not Rocksteady or something? Um, yeah, so it was um, WB Montreal, which they okay. ended up uh, doing uh, um, the Middle Earth games oh. and Mad Max. Oh, cool. Um, which all, they all, they're Batman fighters. Yeah, yeah it's right. all the same buttons. Yeah. If you know Batman, you know them all. So. That's funny. Um, yeah, and it's 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 a good great system, but um, yeah. yeah, it was just like a spinoff. So. Yeah, Origins, I know that one fell a little flat. I did play that one, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not going to replay that one. Oh, holy crap. <laughs> this is KFC farts. I don't even know what to do. Speaking of KFC farts, yeah. one more game to talk about. One more. Uh, I I may have talked about this on the podcast before, but I'm getting back into it again. Okay. Uh, Ring Fit Adventure on the oh, Nintendo yeah. Switch. Great transition. <laughs> it was perfect. KFC farts yeah, into yeah. Ring Fit Adventure. Of course. Yeah, yeah. This game is so fun. Is it? It's so, uh, for those of you who don't know, it's a fitness game. Yeah. And so it comes with this big ring yeah. and this leg strap. Um, and so with the switch, um, you you know you can take the controllers out, the Joy Cons. Yeah. So you put one controller in the leg strap, and then the other one in the ring, and it just all works. It's magic. It works. <laughs> it works. Just um, all works. So the game requires you to go through this. It's an RPG, mm-hmm. um, and you are going through this. Uh, I don't know, Kingdom of Fitness. Let's say <laughs> Kingdom it's, of Fitness. It's, it's mostly. I mean, the whole world is like there's just a bunch of like goofy things about it but it's all about being fit yeah you know there's these four masters of fitness one's like abdonis and the other one's like legula or something like <laughs> they all awesome. they're all like goofy characters yeah. it's really fun um but yeah the the main idea is to work out mm-hmm. it's it's a huge workout yeah and so the leg strap um that's there so you have to sprint you have to jog in place to sprint in the game okay. and then to attack you use the controller and you push in and it's like a wind that attack. sounds awesome. So, and then uh, because it's an RPG, it's it's got turn-based combat. So when you go find an enemy, um, because it's always like a, a, a specific track. Yeah. And so you're running, jumping, you're doing a bunch of like fitness things, squats to like go off of jumps. And there's a lot of cool mechanics that you're working out while you're getting to these fights. That is cool. Um, and so you get to the fight and you have this, uh, you have your skill list, your attack list. Okay. And as you progress through the game, you unlock new workouts, which are new attacks. Um, <laughs> Dude, that's it's, awesome. It's really cool. So like, for instance, right now I have the... Uh, arm stretch squat okay and so it attacks five enemies out and so uh but it's the more difficult the move obviously the more damage it deals yeah yeah so so i have to do a full squat with my arm straight up and depending on the difficulty you can range from doing five squats i think it goes up to like 50 squats depending on the difficulty whoa so i'm like in the middle i'm doing about i'm doing about 18 squats per attack yeah um and so uh which is a lot in a row it's like um but there's a timer in the corner that shows how long your workout is um and it's it's such a genius way to combine gaming and fitness yeah it really is um because i i i love progressing through the game i love getting these new moves because like uh you know i have one move that i've kept since the beginning it's super weak it's yeah. the it's the hip shake and it's the same thing you put your hands up and you shake your hips back and <laughs> forth uh, but it's so satisfying to do yeah. so i keep it just because it's a fun a fun one to do 
Um, and it's it's, but it's weak. It's like it only does seventy damage. Where yeah. the squat does like two hundred and twenty. Uh, and as you level up, as you get new moves, you all have to switch out your attacks and like. That's so you, cool. So you're progressively getting. Uh, more fit. That's the idea. Is you yeah. you'll be able to do these moves better because you're doing more reps. You're doing more more. Uh, you know, you're just doing it more. So your body gets yeah. more toned. Uh, and it's funny the squats initially. I was, you know, I would do like five and I'm like, I quit. I'm done. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me just sit on the floor and recover. But yeah. now I'm getting like, I can do a whole rep and yeah. not feel exhausted. Yeah. Um, so there is like the benefit of, of Your getting more strength. Yeah. It's like my character's leveling up and so am I. <laughs> I I, I'm really feeling That's the effects. Awesome. So, um, yeah, I highly recommend it. It's on. It's exclusive to the Switch. Yeah. Um, it's seventy dollars, which okay. is ten more than a normal game. So yeah. you get the game, the Ring Fit controller, and the the leg strap. Um, and I believe you can buy the game digitally too. But obviously, if you don't have the Ring Fit, it doesn't yeah. work. You need the the controller. But um, yeah. How often do you do it? Every day. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, me and uh, uh, my friend Ashley, uh, we were talking about it, and, and every day I remind her, I'm like, you have to do it. So yeah. we're, we're motivating each other That's to do awesome. it. That's um, awesome. So, uh, yeah, I skipped it on my birthday because I'm a demon. But. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But, uh, yeah, it's excellent. And and the RPG elements, I mean, so I read online, uh, I'm in World 8 right now. Okay. Uh, and I read online that it goes up to, like, over 400 worlds, and I'm like... Okay, I may never beat this. Wow. I think I think the game ends at a certain point, yeah. but there's post game, and that's like you know the game ends at 25 worlds and everything else because they want you to work out indefinitely. That's yeah, the yeah. idea. Um, so uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll ever be able to beat it um, because there it, it just goes on. I mean, that's cool though because if you're getting a legit workout mm -hmm. out of it and it keeps progressing, because I tell you like. I <laughs> I meant to say I'll tell you <laughs> when it came out. I tell you. I tell you, my friend. Because I tell you my greatest enemy <laughs> when it comes to fitness is repetition. Repetition. You know, you get sick of doing the same thing. Right. And this this kind of counteracts it because yeah. they're, you're, uh, the stages change. And nothing to me is more exciting than leveling up. Yeah. Because you get skill points and you can uh, get more hearts. You can get better attack. You can get more uh, Dude, moves. It's that's like, boss. It's genius. It's yeah. really, it works out so well. Can you up like the intensity of yes. it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So um, I st I'm at level 14. You can go up to level 30. Wow. And level 30, but uh, the intensity obviously means you're doing 50 squats per attack. So, um, you know. If you're that crazy, you can do it. Bro, that's like <laughs> um, insanity. Remember it, insanity? Yeah, it's exactly. It's insanity. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, and that'll affect everything. So, like, yeah. you will have to sprint a lot harder in real life wow. to get your character to move because you're at a higher difficulty. Insane. It's it's So, it's cool. You can... And cool. And, <laughs> cool. Um, so, I started at level 13, and okay. since then, I've I've risen a level. I went up I've a level. Risen. I, I've gotten stronger yes um i will say it's definitely not like the a perfect system to lose weight mm. i mean it, unless you do it for like an hour mm. um and like but you definitely need to eat well you definitely need like it's more of a toning game mm. i would say but it, depending on what your intensity is depending on what uh, uh uh attacks you use sure you can definitely make it where it works where you'll lose a lot of weight Cool, but um, yeah, I'd say it's a good. You gotta be consistent, with right? It, yeah. Consistent. Um, you know, my I generally do about twenty minutes or so, and yeah. I'm, I'm pretty spent. So yeah. uh, hopefully, I'll be able to raise it a minute every Dude, time I go. That's but cool. Um, yeah, totally worth an investment. It's tough to find right now, just because um, when the pandemic started, people are buying it because they're like, oh, oh I gotta, bet. I gotta work out at home now. Yeah. So, uh, but it's not as hard as it once was. It's called Ring Fit. Ring Fit Adventure. 
Ring Fit Adventure. On the Nintendo Swatch. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, highly recommend, please. Highly recommend. Recommend. Yeah, I can do the tongue rolly. Awesome. Great. On that note, KFC uh, farts. I guess. <laughs> Stop. It's a reverse fart, though. Otherwise known as a burp. That's not a reverse. <laughs> reverse is when you. <laughs> the air goes back in. Yeah. Oh, so when you suck up a fart. <laughs> <laughs> we got to end this. This is the grossest. All right. Fart well, sucks. Ugh, don't <laughs> say stuff like that. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap it up. We're the Keep Up Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at the Keep Up Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can find us um, on YouTube yep. at the Keep Up. Um, look for the colorful running man. Yeah, you'll see him like, ah, ah, ah. And uh, you can also find us at trainwreck.com slash the Keep Up. Trainwreck is T R E I G N Wreck. And uh, I guess that's all the things. We're I, on Facebook. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're there. That's we for sure. We are technically on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, that's it. Join us next week for episode number one hundred and fifty. Uh, it's gonna be a doos. Yeah! And uh, Tim's gonna do something called and babble. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I was so angry on this episode. Um, yeah, my relax. my rage against is... the machine. Oh man, I love rage. Yeah. Uh, and babble. That's what it is. Tim's <laughs> gonna do something called and babble. Walking and up. the uh, topic, yep, is time travel Ooh. never existed. <gasps> My nightmare. <laughs> okay, bye. You wake up. You have to go to work. It's six thirty in the morning, and you're like, "Work? I don't work. I'm a jelly blob." And see, with the lack of time travel, humans never evolved. Because obviously it was humans who helped humans become human. Because, you know, that's that's the primordial soup. As you take a sip and you realize, ooh, this isn't tasty. It actually tastes like human. Which, uh, I don't know how you know what human tastes like, but that's, that's a different story. Uh, so you wake up, you're late for work, and you're a jelly blob. And unfortunately, being a jelly blob means no more primordial soup. We've run out. And because of the lack of time travel, you can't go back and get the soup. So the soup never existed. And because the soup never existed, you never existed. And time itself doesn't exist because the plane hasn't existed before the existence of existence. And so I'll leave you with this. Invent time travel. Go back to the past. Drink some soup. And then make all the humans. Thanks for listening into this podcast. This show is part of the Trainwreck Entertainment Podcast Network. For more content, go check out trainwreck.com. You know, you might just find something else on there that you like.